on this Feast of the Holy Family, uh, depending on the year, the readings shift. And uh, you, I'm sure you heard it today, you noticed it. The readings for this year, they single out Abraham. And it's really beautiful. There are other years where the readings are much more practical, I guess it sounds like to, to us, where maybe Paul is giving like really clear examples of this is what love looks like. And we need that. But this particular year, the church pulls out Abraham as an example so that as today we're, we're lifting our families up to the Lord. We're praying especially for our families today on this Feast of the Holy Family. The Lord is saying to us, look at Abraham. And there's one huge lesson from his life that the Lord wants us to take like in the big picture in, in terms of how we let the Lord into our own family life. And like here's the big thing. Family life requires a huge amount of faith. And not just like faith in terms of knowing stuff, that's part of what faith is. But here, the example of Abraham is beautiful because it's not just faith intellectually, it's faith acted on, it's a readiness to trust the Lord. And our family life requires a huge amount of trust in the Lord. And what I mean specifically is leaving room for the Lord to be at work in our families so that we step back and in faith, we really try to resist the temptation to get into and control and manipulate every single area and aspect and relationship in our, li in our family lives. That's a huge temptation. All of us, because we're wounded by sin, we are all prone to doubting God and then to stepping in and saying, okay, what do I need to do to fix this or to get it just right? And we do that not only because maybe we doubt God, but also because in our pride, we say like, I, I know exactly what this should look like. So here's a really practical example. Just this past week in my, in my news feed, I don't know how it popped up, but it was just there in the midst of everything. There was from the, the UK paper, The Guardian, uh, one of the, I guess it's their, one of their advice columns. A dad writes in and, and he says this, and this is the headline they used. My daughter is five, Am I letting her down by not pushing her towards a future career? <laughs> no, this, but this is, so listen to what he said. He said, I'm a father of two, five-year-old girl, one-year-old boy. They're both happy, healthy, doing well in life. My daughter started school this year. She loves it. She's leading her class in phonics, receiving great feedback from her teacher. But then the dad says, but I, I keep hearing about child prodigies who had already started practicing their crafts long before five. So then he continues, from musicians to F1 drivers, it seems some kids are already well on their way. And then he asked the question, am I letting my daughter down by not pushing her harder towards a future career? So I read this, I'm like, this is, this is exactly, like this is the example of what Abraham would say to us, no, don't do that. Like, Leave room for the Lord and resist that, that temptation in your heart, that desire to control everything so much so that, that while your daughter is five, you've already picked out a career for her. So here's the key line from the gospel today, speaking about Jesus. The child grew and became strong 
filled with wisdom. Jesus grew. He entered into our, our human life and he grew and he developed. He grew up like any kid does. But in that act of growing up, we have to trust that God's grace is at work in everything, not just the, the really good, beautiful stuff, but even in the really challenging things, like when in the, the, the full account of what happened in the gospel today, Simeon says to his mother Mary, a sword is also gonna pierce your heart because you and your son, you have suffering in your future. So to trust the Lord and to not feel like we've gotta get in and try to control every single aspect of it. So that line from the gospel is huge. Leaving room for family life, for our relationships and all of that to grow and develop in a way that God can get into it and move it wonderfully according to his will. So the readings today give us a couple like milestones in, in Abraham's life to kind of put more flesh on this. So from the second reading, the letter to the Hebrews, speaking about Abraham, it all began when Abraham did this. He went out not knowing where he was to go. He gave the Lord a blank check. The Lord called him out of his own land of Ur and said, go to a land that I will show you. But he didn't know where that was gonna be. But he trusted the Lord enough with himself and with his future family that he acted. He didn't require the Lord to give him a detailed itinerary. Do you do that to the Lord? Do you re before you trust him, do you require the Lord to give you a detailed itinerary? So that, that's not the, the best expression of the, of the biblical faith that the Lord is saying to us and our family, say, this is what I want you to have. So he went out not knowing where he was to go. So we don't have to have everything mapped out. If we trust in the Lord, it, it's okay to leave some blanks some things unanswered to allow the Lord to move through it. The Lord made a promise to, to Abraham. I want your family to flourish. I want your family to flourish. Like we all want that. So after following the Lord, some years go by and, and we heard in the reading today, Abraham says to the Lord, Lord, like what, what's gonna happen because you haven't blessed me with a child yet? The Lord said to Abraham, go out, look up at the sky, count the stars if you can. Um, here's why that command is really beautiful. In the big picture of that reading from the book of Genesis, what's, what's amazing here, it's not that Abraham looks out and is like, oh man, there are so many stars, I can't count them. When the Lord told him to do this, if you go into that chapter in Genesis, it's broad daylight. Only verses later are we told that the sun began to set. Abraham counting the stars, it was an act of faith, not because like, wow, I see them, but I can't count them. It was Abraham didn't see a single star any more than you could looking out at the sky right now. Abraham had to trust that the stars were there even though he couldn't see them. That's faith without seeing. But Abraham believes. He trusts the Lord in that way. And so this is, this is so beautiful. It's just another act of Abraham saying, I'm not afraid to entrust my whole family and all my descendants to you. I'm gonna trust the promise you made 
that you want my family to flourish. And the Lord is calling each of you to that same kind of trust in him. Now, if we are not actively daily cultivating a relationship with God in prayer and in active love of him and and one another, our default is always going to be to go back to control it ourselves. Abraham had a moment like that where he didn't trust the Lord and, and tried to force something to happen. When we do that, it just, it, it never ends well that way. And so, to trust the Lord enough, even when we don't see it yet, and that's what the Lord is asking of you for your families. So then, Abraham says, oh Lord God, what good will your gifts be if I keep on being childless? Moms and dads, this has got to be the single most difficult area to trust in the Lord. All around our kids, couples who struggle with infertility, couples who have the opposite struggle, we have ways through technology of getting in and really trying to make life a thing that's totally under our control. And it's super scary when we're in one place and we don't want to be in that place. We want to be in another place, whatever it might be. There's a huge amount of trust that's needed. I think the the big reason that that most couples uh, do not enter into something like natural family planning is because it's just the amount of fear. Like, I I so need to be in control, my, my felt need to be in control is so great that, Lord, I... It's too scary to step out and entrust the family that way to you. It's a huge area, but it's super practical where the Lord says to us, I even want to be in that with you. I want you to trust me enough even in in, in that area that, that is so deep in your heart. Now, this act of trusting in the Lord is also trusting in him when things happen and we don't even understand it only it just doesn't look good. So again, in the readings today, the second reading from Hebrews, it reminded us of the time when Abraham was asked to just offer his son Isaac entirely to the Lord. And we're told, Abraham, he did it, and we're told, Abraham reasoned that God was able to raise even from the dead. It's such a beautiful faith. Like, here is something that Abraham's being asked to do that makes no sense. And yet, in his faith, Abraham believed that God could even raise from the dead. For some of you moms and dads, this is huge for you because maybe things have have happened with your own sons and daughters. Maybe they're now adult children and things have just spun off in directions like that you never expected, never desired. And it looks like, like, man, how could this ever, ever get bent back in to, to God's plan? And to you, the Lord would, would say, don't be afraid to trust me like with this same faith of Abraham. Believe that I am able even to raise from the dead so that you don't live in hopelessness if things have gone just in a totally different way with your kids. Now, for our teens and our young adults, this is super important for you as well because sometimes we, we want to map our life out so much that when things don't go the way that we plan, we think everything is ruined. 
And we've talked about this before, but I think that's part of why so many of our, of our youth, our teens, our young adults carry so much anxiety is because it's like, I thought everything was gonna go this way and the world has taught me that I can, I can just control it and I can just kind of get everything the way I want and if it doesn't go that way, is it all lost? And the Lord says, no, it's not all lost. Believe me that if you think you've hit a dead end, like I'm a master of the dead end, that the Lord is able to bring life out of things that we thought were dead. And so there's so much freedom in this kind of trust that he wants us to have in him. And so this is, there's so much good news in all of this. Today, what we're praying for is that grace to entrust our families to the Lord with this kind of, same kind of trust and faith that Abraham had. All of this does not mean that we're passive. Moms and dads, you need to be intentional in raising your kids in the faith. It doesn't mean that you step back, obviously, and kind of let whatever happens. We, we have to be intentional raising our kids in the faith. But living in a world that's, that's broken and hurt by sin, things will not always go the way that we expect. And it's especially in those moments when the Lord says, keep trusting me, keep trusting me. And so that's the main thing that, that I want us to pray for today for our families is, Lord, give to us, moms and dads, sons and daughters, please give to us that amazing gift of faith that you gave to Abraham. And it's that example the church holds up for us today as we celebrate this feast of the Holy Family.